Happy Halloween! Ha Happy Halloween! Okay, fuck this! I'm gonna put this away. <laughs> Perfect. You see how hard everyday things are for me. You see, see, I can't even use these Stop two fucking fingers. with it, dude. You better get in there. Hey, welcome! Hey, hey, everybody! Welcome back to the pod. It's your boy, and we have a special or orientation observation. Yes. Someone's not here today. Tommy Salami's not here for today for Dude. this episode, but you are. So and I don't know how these headphones work. Just put them fucking on. The on the left or the right? You have ears on the left. You got ears, don't you? I'm going to get fired, aren't I? No. As oh. the title may, may uh, show that we, we were going to be talking about Izzy Wizzy. And Pilly Willy. Oh, yeah. But before we get into that, <laughs> before you say anything that'll get us mm -hmm, fired, mm -hmm. how are you, man? It's been a while. Dude, I'm doing well. It's good There's to be back. a couple um, new things about you. You've got a, a bit mm. more equipment on you. Yeah. You've got some equipment on you right there. Do you want to know what happened? Yeah. Why'd you get that haircut? Um, I got it, actually, because uh, the, the the conflict in Israel and Palestine. Ah, shit, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to stand out a little bit more. We... See? <laughs> I can do that too. So why, yeah, what I happened was, to uh, I was in Texas about three weeks ago. Candy? Oh. Halloween candy? Shot. Pick one. Pick your favorite. Almond Joy, please. Almond Joy. I have a little bit of a candy for you. but This um, is a this is Hollow Weekend that we're doing this episode on. Yep. So before we talk mm -hmm. about Israel and Palestine and give you our amazing takes on it. it the spooky, scary time yeah, going the spooky, on in the Gaza Strip right now. What's, uh, what's up with that hand? Dude. How'd you get that? I was in Texas, right? Texas. Three. You've been traveling a lot. Let's preface this. You've been traveling a I ton. I have. And we'll I've, talk about that, too. I've been on a voyage. Yeah. Um, a pilgrimage. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Uh, indeed. Uh, you know, I set a foot <coughs> on a plane, and this plane took me to, to Austin, Texas. Uh -huh. I was helping my girlfriend's sister and her sister's fiance move. Um, we were quite close to them. They lived out here. Um, pretty much. They have a gym, right? You do box jumps, Sean. You're aware of box jumps. I do box jumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> their box jumps are... <laughs> they, they have a gym. Do they, like, like in their house? They sorry, have, like, a home sorry, gym? Sorry, in an apartment or? complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not... No. Oh, a gym in their apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, well, this gym, their box jumps is <coughs> a teeny weeny bit higher than the one that than I'm the used others? to. And it's not up to regulation size. It's not, and that's my main issue with where they live. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I fell. I broke my wrist, and I fell. How'd you, how'd you do it? Did you, you were, like... Did you like get any of did, you, did any of your toes breach up to the no, top? No, see the thing is I got up to the top and then I and then somehow lost my balance and just fell back. I think it was because I like barely made it. Damn. This is a little what really happened was um a Steph or I don't know what I'll call it call out his name. Doot, doot, doot. Uh he dared me to like jump on the highest one. Okay. And he can jump pretty high. He was a he was a basketball player in college. Okay. And I was like, Yeah, because I'm so manly, you know, so yeah. I did it. And then, I, and then I broke my wrist. Like and you man. jumped on and like a man, up. like yeah. a man. Sean. Did you like? You were like, ow, ow, ow. right when mm -hmm. you fell. You were like, ow, ow, ow. dude, no, no one believed me. No uh, one believed me. I was like, it's like it's broken. I broke my wrist. I'm almost positive. My girlfriend's a nurse. Yeah, she's, a, she's an RN, and she's and she was a nurse because she loves taking care of people. 
Like every other, like every other nurse out there. Apparently, anyway, not just yeah. <laughs> It's funny how you say that. No, no, it's it's so true actually. Because everyone you meet that's a nurse is like, I just really want to help people. Yeah, it's like, uh, shut up. You know what's funny is so for one of my internships, we were talking <laughs> about this is actually a great segue. We were talking about um, like how you know how every other week there's like a nurse protest, yeah, you know, for for new funding or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, t- it costs a lot of money to become a nurse, right? Yeah. Part of the reason why they petition for like more pay, more salary mm-hmm. is because of how expensive the schooling is. Weird. Okay. You know how if you work for a company, they might be like, hey, we really like you. Uh, we're going to sponsor you to get this degree so you can yeah. move up in our company. Or you go through like you get this certification or this like whatever. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't it make more sense? For the company, the employer, and for the nurse, for them to just sponsor their education. Because you can become like a CNA first, right? That takes like a year. It takes like a few months to become a CNA. Some of those places. I know for the business part of it, like we'll sponsor you to get like your project managing license or certificate or something. There's just like a certificate for it. You get. You have to like, I don't know if you have to go through a course, maybe like a small course, but then there's like a test at the end of it. And it's like a state ran test. And I think there's like federal guidelines to like follow it. And that's how you get like your license or your whatever certificate, your mm-hmm. project management certificate. They only do that to like, you're already contributing like value. And like, this will, this is like a little bit, they're not giving you necessarily, except for like nonprofit, we can go into that. But like, it's like, we need you to have this expertise. We will pay for your, for you to get this expertise pretty mm-hmm. much rather than like a right. degree. There's some nonprofits that are li- like hospitals or some are possible, mm. yeah, non-profit, non-profit that have these, yeah. like, systems of where, the, yeah, like, some places that have, like, their own investment wings, which is weird. Uh, but they will sponsor you. They'll kind of, they'll have, like, a, they'll have, like, a budget every year, and in order to make sure that they spend all that budget, because if they don't spend it all, it gets, like, mm. less every year, they'll have this, like, program that is, like, here's a fund that'll help pay for, like, education, makes them look good. They spend the money. They don't get cut. Everybody benefits from that. Right, right. That does. That's not too common. Not enough to get someone through like a degree of like, because you need a bachelor's and then need that like license or whatever right. to get that. Right. Well, I don't know for nurses specifically. Also, too many, and you're not like a fucking surgeon, right? Too many nurses. There's a lot oh, of people no, going. No, 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 no. There's a yeah, right, right now. But the pipeline for it is getting wider and wider. You ask any like teenage girl in high school right now, what do you want to do for your college? And I bet a third of them will say nursing. And why? Because there's money. Because there's like the starting salary is over ninety k, and yet they want more. And what I'm saying is like instead of the company raising the starting salary for everyone, right? So that's like millions of dollars. Yeah. Why don't they just sponsor the education and then boom, you develop loyalty with that nurse. You ensure your company. I don't know. It was just one thing I was thinking of, and it and it got sparked because we were having a conversation at Uh, one of my internships. That's like a government thing. It wasn't an argument. It was simply a friendly discussion. A simply a friendly discussion. But I had to take it by the horns. Ah. Right? Like a bull. Like a <laughs> Texas bull. Yeah. So to bring things full circle. Texas. You ever been to Texas? No. Nah. Never? Never been to Texas. Why not? I've, this is the only state I've lived in. But I mean like. This is the only you place never, I'm from. You never went down to the Lone Star State? I've never really. I'm not a really big vacation-y guy. Mm. So I don't go on vacations like around the place. Like around states very much. Mm. Which I should, especially like Texas and something. Some places that are like widely different than Oregon. Widely different, or 
Austin, you know the you know what they called Portland in Austin? What? What, the what, what do they call the North? Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's it's similar. I I think if you go out to like Dallas, I have a story about Dallas by the way, but that's oh. for later. Um, you go out to Dallas or like um, like Amarillo or something like that. Like mm. that's when you get the root and toot and cowboy. Ah, uh, little John Wayne cowboy boots on <laughs> cowboy. Yeah, standoff. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my impression of Texas mm. through Austin. Mm. So everything's super spread out, mm-hmm. right? Super spread out. You're you're committing to at least like a 15, 20, 30 minute drive ev- anytime you go anywhere. Similar to like Florida. I haven't been to Florida, but I have friends in Florida. Mm. Mm-hmm. Must be pretty yummy over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was my impression. I mean, it's it's a little hot. It's a little humid. Austin as a city, you compare it to Portland, right? It's like a bigger city in terms of like size and There's space. There's more people, right? I'm not even sure because like in Portland, like you have skyscrapers and stuff, right? But those are like businesses and yeah. stuff like that. And there's not many. Exactly. There's not that many. But in Austin, there's skyscrapers, but I feel like half of them are like hotels. Mm. So it's like, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not really sure if it's like. You hate liberals. <laughs> is what you're trying to say. Those dirty bastards. Yeah. No. Is what you're trying to say. I love everybody. I don't. I love everybody. Even. That's silly. Yeah. So you went. All love, no hate. Where, where else did you go? Hey, I went to a place you went to pretty recently, too. Where was that? NYC, the Big Apple. Ah, mm-hmm. the Big Apple. Mm-hmm. The biggest. Where dreams go to die. You didn't like New York, did you? I haven't heard you I say anything it. positive about New York. I, I was listening I to the like, pod. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like living there. This is where we differ. To like visit, it was pretty cool. I could get used to living there. Oh. What are you, a fucking girl, dude? I'm covering the mic so you can't hear my chew. You're a girl. You're like <laughs> little nipples. Yeah, New York City. I mean, it was. We've already talked about it a little bit, but yeah, it's it. It would take it take a couple of weeks to get used to it. I could get used to living there. I don't know if I would like living there at all, especially with like the standard of living there to like make a decent mm-hmm. like life. Mm-hmm. You have to be paid so fucking much money. Although jobs are like pay more there, but I don't know. I it's so flat. There's no nature mm-hmm. other than like the park, Central Park. Yeah. Did you, or this like Prospect Park too, did you um, stay around Manhattan or where were you? We were like in the heart of Manhattan. And did you go to Brooklyn or anything? We went to Brooklyn, yeah. Our friend Ben, longtime friend of the pod, was is in Brooklyn right now. He's staying in Brooklyn. Okay. okay. So what did you I think? Like Brooklyn's Bro- a little different. Brooklyn's like lighter, better. I like Brooklyn more than mm. like Manhattan. Manhattan's like so commercialized and it's so like. The people who live there are the real people. If when people say I'm from New York City, if they you ask them where they live, if they say Manhattan, if they say on the island, those people are like fucking weird. You think so? The people who would like like all like pile up to be like, oh, I love Town Square, Times Square, and I love <laughs> like I love See, like the I love Boardwalk, and I love like all not Boardwalk. I love um like Wall Street. I love like all the things. It is so busy there. It is twenty four seven. Like there's always people like busy people well yeah i mean you talk about like wall street or times square first of all like i don't know if you knew this i lived in new york when i was a kid so like i didn't go there and was like oh Uh, so cool um i went there i lived dude we were a little bit (coughs) poor so we lived like all over queens Um, oh god not the bronx 
Dude, we Harlem. Did, we did actually live in the Bronx for a little bit. Oh, there you go. Dude, if you have even a little bit of money, you have no reason to be in the Bronx or Harlem pretty uh, much ever, unless you're going to a Yankees game. No, yeah, because that's, that's where the stadium is. Yeah, but that's where like there's parts of Brooklyn that are not great. There's parts of Queens that are definitely not that great. But what I was saying. It's like I wasn't so super like, oh, Times Square is so cool or oh, Wall Street's so cool. I went to Times Square for like mm-hmm. 10 minutes because I was like, I can't go to New York and not go to Times Square. Yeah. I haven't been there in a while. But I went there for like 10 minutes and I was like, fuck this. Like, this is all tourists. People are, there's people, yeah. someone in a fucking whatever superhero uh, suit, yeah. like Spider Man wants to take a picture yeah. with me. Um, I will say, mm. if you found or like if you if someone from like the 1500s went to times square like immediate seizure yeah it's like the craziest thing it's it really is crazy yeah um it's just a bunch of just stores and everybody goes there because they think like you and be like i gotta go to times square and then they go there and then it's like those people are like enjoying themselves in times square i did not enjoy myself i took a picture i I was like let's leave yeah i was like there's way too many people here i don't know what the everybody's willingly coming here but there's like New York City is like an awesome place. Like there's mm-hmm. tons of stuff to do. There's that's one good thing of like there compared to like Portland, especially with like if you go out with the boys, you go out on a date. Like everything ends at like ten. Yes. At yes. ten eleven, there's nothing else. Precisely. We're in NYC, twenty four seven. You could go with the boys or on a date at any time and have it can be like packed with stuff to do, no matter mm-hmm. what time you start. And you don't need to drive home. And there's no driving. That's the biggest thing with like the boys and stuff of like you can just go to a bar and then you'll find your way home yeah versus like here where it's like i can't really drink because all the suburbs are like 20 minutes out of portland and so it's yeah like, unless you live there there's nothing to do you have to like behave when you drink or you, you have, have to, to drink and then you got to wait a couple hours to yeah, your okay. which is which is just a madness because that's i hate that's one thing i love about new york the subway is amazing <coughs> it does take like 40 minutes to get from brooklyn to manhattan i mean depending on where you're staying yeah but that's fine it's better than getting a dui that's yeah. for sure worrying about it um so you went to new york city why why'd yeah. you go there with who did you go with okay so all my friends from high school moved to the east coast gotcha one of them, two of them actually live like in New York City. Okay. Three of them. Um, and one of them said I could stay with them. We don't like the third one. But okay, yeah. The that one said you wanted to stay with you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so I stayed there. Um and it was more of like, okay, I'm seeing my friends from high school. It was also for me at least, I love New York. I would love to live in New York. Um I'm interested in some of your views about New York, right? Because you you say you don't like it or it's too busy, and I understand that, right? Because you, I don't like that it's built on top of each other. You're living literally on top of each other. Right. That's what right, I don't right, like right. about it. Not that it's busy. There's a ton of people there. There's a ton of people. Like, there's there's a lot of people in Portland. They're just not all built on each other. It like builds out into the mountain or into like the hills and stuff. Right. And, and the space is what you don't have in New York. Yeah. Um, and the space you do get is like the shittiest space ever. You'd think it'd be better. Like, apartments there suck. Suck. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> you need, like, a million-dollar value. Like, it's just... It's, it's horrible. It just if sucks. you can spare, like, like 6 to 10K a month, you can live in a nice place. Yeah. 10K a month, you can live in a nice place. Yeah. In Manhattan. Yeah. High up, new, with a doorman. See, if you but have a you doorman live, in like, New York... That's true. That's yeah, what you And you're need. good. Yeah. yeah. But... To live comfortably, if you spend 10K, 
Oh, you got to. You'd have to spend. You'd have to make thirty k a month because you like technically air quote to live comfortably. Yeah, it's living expenses. Or like as a couple, like one makes two hundred, the other makes one hundred or something like that. You know, yeah, it's doable. Which would be doable, yeah. But um, yeah, that's for me. It's just the being built on top of each other and just like the quality of it for like normal people is like. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, the thing I like about New York, it's a cultural thing. Uh, I'm, so on the pod, this is what I really want to get at. On the pod, uh, when, when you had gotten back from New York, you said something like, there's two types of people in New York. There's people who walk around uh, with their heads up like they're about to go do something. Yeah. And then there's the people who walk with their heads down because they know they're never going to or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, the people who are like fresh there, they're either like tourists or the people who just moved there and they think like, the world's my fucking oyster. I can do whatever I want. Oh my god, it's so like every. And then there's the people where that that city has fucking killed their souls, and <laughs> they're like looking down because they know that all that all the, those dreams they just had were bullshit. That it just got like this dream that got fed to them was like not what they envisioned, and they're just walking like zombies, like down because they have somewhere to go. They have to another job to go to another See, gig. This to is to. this is my favorite part about New York. You, there's always somewhere to go. I was yeah. there, and like. Or obviously I was there. That's a bit established. Oh, cool. But like when I was there, um, it wasn't even like we tried to do this, but it just ended up always being like, go, go, go. You have to make the next train. Yeah. You have to do this. You have to do that. And there's like a time sequence to it. And I kind of like living my life that way. Now, granted, after a year, maybe I'm like, okay, this is a... Yeah. It's you know, a high and it'll you'll come down from it eventually. Yeah. At the same time, like I think... Like spending a little bit of my childhood in NYC kind of like uh, adapted me to it. So we, like it's not like it really takes me away. We walked by like a school like opening up, and like that like kids walking by in like their uniforms and stuff. And it was like the wildest shit because there's like homeless people on the side of the road. There's like a drugged out addict like screaming, New York, what dreams are made? And like on the other side, and he's just like, fuck you. And these kids are just all there just playing, talking, and like yeah. like trying to get into school. And I was like, fuck, that's so different that'd be kind of cool to go through yeah, yeah. i mean low-key, a little bit of edge, I feel that like, street edge yeah exactly <laughs> dude this is the you get that like sharpness about you if you grow up in new york you're a little i've go-getter. got plenty of sharpness uh, that's fine I don't, oh yeah i don't know about that oh try looking growing up i mean not that i did this but like someone who grows up you know taking the subway to school every day seeing crazy shit every I've day grown, i went to i took public buses through like middle school through like elementary through middle school to get same to, but from military bases, like out into like okay, the real okay. world. Well, you're you're a hard guy. I'm Ooh. softy, dude. I'm soft <laughs> as they come, dude. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it's a good place to. You like the hustle and bustle. The hustle and bustle is good, in terms of like having kids and stuff. Like, I would not want to have a family there. There's more kids coming out of New York going to like Harvard and Ivy Leagues than there are here. It's because their parents are lawyers and bankers. Yeah. Mm. New yes. York City lawyers yeah, because bankers. their parents grew up in New York and they got that cutthroat thing really. about like them. AOC got a uh, I think she went to Harvard got a law degree and her parents were all lawyers. Mm. You don't want to get into politics. She's a fucking idiot. But <laughs> oh, we will soon, Sean. So you went to New York City to see friends. Yes. How long were you there for? A week. A week. A week. A week. Seven days. That's a good time. That's Seven a good days. Time. Wednesday to Wednesday. That's enough to like get kind of used to like the hustle and bustle a bit. Yeah, I was telling my parents when I got home, I was you like. Just walk the streets. Fun. I love walking those it's streets so by myself. Good. It's so by ourselves. Good. Is, it was really cool to do that. Just that was that's probably the height. It's up great. There. It's up there with like the experiences I had there. Was like walking by yourself in like all the busy streets and stuff. I was like, 
fuck. I'm Dude, an adult. You just like look <laughs> up and you're like, whoa, like yeah. these buildings are so tall. It's it's beautiful. It yeah. really is beautiful. Especially for a small guy like you looking up at those big buildings. <laughs> know, right? you're like it's you go like oi ve oi ve indeed because there's an actual jewish community in new york in brooklyn dude there's just blocks of them from like the middle of brooklyn up to the sea borough park is that what it is so i'm we were in brooklyn before we got over to manhattan and there's just like blocks of them of those community that community oh i forget what the station is called is it like central avenue central station i have no idea is it like there's a few stations where you have to walk upstairs and they come over on a bridge there's like and Borough Park's like right under one and of those. it's like yeah high up yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's Above Central Ave I could it's be it's near there and there's like just tons of you those. take the M train into Manhattan from there see I'm a local oh shit I'm a, I don't know straight up <laughs> I was on 76 the where are we going okay <laughs> no I love I love it because uh, I'm I'm Jewish my one of my friends is like very Jewish he keeps Shabbat you know what Shabbat is yeah Shabbat Shabbat <laughs> <laughs> okay well. For those who don't know, uh, you Sean. <laughs> Shabbata. Where's the camera? Um, Shabbata. Shabbat shalom. Um, yeah, first of all, Jews have to eat kosher. I'm not going to explain, but yeah, it's like certain food has to be like blessed by a rabbi. Meats. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, he wears like a, a kippah or like Americans would call it like a yarmulke all the time. Yeah, that little fucking um, disc on your head. Yeah, and it's cool because like I used to do that when I was a kid. I used to go to Borough Park when I was a kid. Like, I mean, cool. like one of those fucking kids who's one of those super guys. Jewish. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the so the Jewish ladies didn't walk really fast, gra- like holding onto their bags when they saw you coming by. Oh no no no! Because they most certainly did for us. Really? That they every single one of them that we walked by like at least fifteen. Huh? And I can and because I like because I saw the first one, I was like, we're not here to rob anybody. Like I we don't look like that bad. And then another one did it, and I was like, what is that? Wouldn't like. I'm the person of most color here. Like, mm. what's going on? And then another, and then another, and I was like, oh. And then we started looking around to be like, oh, everyone's dressed. We're just not dressed. Out that like way. a yeah. sore thumb. Everyone's like, Hasidic, everybody's which is where they have the hats yeah. and the payas, or the hair going down, tzitzit little yeah, things. Those are a little up. silly. The hair thing's a little silly. It's uh, it's different. It's, it's different. a little silly. It's it's Hasidic. You don't have I to used say to have it. those. You don't have to say it. I it's used to have those. I'm serious. Afro. What are they called? One of those payas. Yeah, Afro payas. Yeah. Hey man, uh, yeah. Once I cut them off, they never grew back. Yeah, well, that's wild. Um, thank God for that. Yeah, you stick out like a sore thumb, especially yeah. if like if you're not wearing a keeper or something. It's also like there's nothing there for you. All those businesses are Jewish businesses. Exactly. It's like, why are you here? Exactly. Yeah, but cool I like the sense of community because if they know you're Jewish, then you're like, oh, we have an in, and it's like hey. you ask someone for advice, and they'll give you good advice. Dude, you know, Fragram, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that community. Community, man. Yeah, it's great. What a sense of so you went you went to New York City for a week to see friends. See, you went somewhere else other than Texas, right? Or no? Am I dude? This, did you, you want to hear Vegas? my story about Dallas? I didn't go to Vegas. I wish I went to Vegas. Oh, I thought you asked where you went to Vegas. That would be great. You Everyone are no. <laughs> I have a big thing. I had everybody our age that goes to Vegas. It's fucking stupid. Why? Unless there's like a specific event or something they're going for. If you're just going to be like, oh, I just want to go on Vegas and walk the strip and like. Have you been to Vegas, Sean? No. If you went, didn't you would understand? I don't think I would. It's just a bunch of drinking and You casinos. can get a nice hotel, like a really nice hotel for like 20 bucks. So like yeah, okay. it's, you're living above your means essentially when you're in Vegas, except uh-huh. that's the illusion. Yeah. I'm not eluded. It's fun. I'm just saying when I was in Vegas recently. I think it's like, weird for 22 and 23 year olds to like go out there freshly out of college and just like 
unless there's like oh my goodness the new taylor swift concert's gonna oh be my there god. oh my god or like i don't there's like whatever is like happening there i think it's a bit silly you should go you should, <laughs> uh, i'm telling you gambling if you think gambling's not fun we, it's not <laughs> dude blackjack blackjack's fun it's fun to play blackjack it's really fun I was sitting at a I table. I love playing blackjack on GTA <laughs> with the casino there. That's the that's the most fun I can have on blackjack with I gambling. was cheesing at the casino because oh, yeah? I just kept winning hand after hand. And I realized I was like a little bit drunk at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I just saw my chips and I was like counting my chips. And I was like, dude, I have like 200 bucks on the table. I put like 30 bucks on the table. And yeah, as soon as I realized yeah. I had 200, I was like cashed out, went to the next casino, uh, lost like lost half of it. Of it. Yeah. And then went to the next casino and won all of it back and it paid for my whole trip. That was a, that's what's cool about Vegas. But not really. Because <laughs> everyone's drunk and is like, I don't know. I just mm. don't like the vibe of it. No, I understand. And there is that part. Like, you go downstairs in the morning and it just smells like cigarettes and there's drunkards at like yeah. 6 a.m. Yeah. yeah. It's like, go back to wherever you're from. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Whoa. That doesn't yeah. sound good Fucking on the pod. Go back to Wisconsin, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Dude, Dallas. Yeah. Dallas. Have you ever been to the Dallas airport? I've no, probably not. Don't ever go. Uh, My flight got delayed by an hour, mm-hmm. and then it got delayed by an hour again, mm-hmm. and then it got delayed by an hour again. Three hours. And then it got canceled. Oh. Did you get a refund? Dude. I didn't get a fucking refund. I had a direct flight from Dallas to Portland. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, sorry, your flight got canceled. Oh, no. Uh, at 1 p.m. tomorrow. This is like 2, 3 in the morning. Yeah. He's like, at 1 p.m. tomorrow, we can fly you out to Chicago, and then from Chicago, we can fly you back to Portland. Did they cover it all or no? No, no, no. And I was like, no. Like, yeah. I paid for a direct flight. That's not going to happen. Like, okay, okay, we'll send you to Seattle, and then from Seattle to Portland. And I was like, no. It's <laughs> like, I get the bird in flight. the air now. <laughs> uh, so I had to wait in line for like three hours. There's like 500 people. Everyone's flight got canceled. Mm-hmm. Thunderstorms, uh, which is why Dallas can fuck jet. off. Aw. Um, and then they ended up having the last seat on the, the direct flight there. Shut the fuck up. Aww. That's that seat was there the whole time. The whole those time? <laughs> trying to trick me. Yeah, dude. All those Dallasinians. Yeah. Damn Texans. But I slept on the floor in the airport. That's and cool. I, and I didn't get sick. Now that's on the bucket list. <laughs> hey, let me that. tell you about an experience. Huh? No, no, I'm saying that's the experience. Oh, right that's there. A, that is the experience. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all about the adventures you have. Yeah. Life's all about adventures. You know where um, I was going to go this December? Ah, uh, Tel Aviv. <laughs> Straight <laughs> was, up. We was gonna, it? My family was going to go to Israel. Ah, oops. Not we anymore. no longer go. Well, you're going now, but just to <laughs> join up in the war. <laughs> to fucking join the IDF. I have a friend. Now calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I already described I was Jewish. I don't think I would be allowed to fight for any side that wasn't the IDF. I'm not really picking sides, though. I'll I, pick sides. Hey, I'll pick I, sides ready. I have a little. T- <laughs> no, I'm I'll not ready. ready. No, no, don't do it yet. Okay. I have an out for you. An out. An out. We have an out. It's necessary. You're gonna make me up the. F- you're gonna make me put on a yarmulke, huh? No, 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 no. A job? This is not much of a present, Sean. It's really just a cover. You so pick. you take one sip, and now you're not responsible for anything that you say. Well, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. You take one sip, and you know the responsibility goes away. I'm also the one censoring this this time because Tommy Salami's out. So now it's up to me to edit. So and oh. he's much more reserved and like uh, prone to censor. Well, I'm not. Okay, well, now that you're not responsible for it, you say you're drunk. That's it. 
Cheers. Oh, shit. Now we can talk about the big thing. Now we can talk about real topics. Like I just told you, dude. I'm the one editing, so you better watch out. You better not. Don't don't go too over the handle. Did you I see the? I, I, I think it's an objective, relatively it's been, objective. It's been a couple situation. weeks. It's been a couple weeks now. Uh-huh. Been a couple weeks now. Did you see the video in Dagestan that just happened in the I airport? Did not. Describe. You know where Dagestan? The this place where it's where Khabib's from. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. mountainous. I think it's south in Russia, mm-hmm. um, mostly Muslim area. There was a flight from Tel Aviv to Russia because there's a lot of Orthodox Jews in Israel and there's a lot of Orthodox Jews in, in Russia. So there's like a big community there and they were like refugees coming out. And then of like hundreds of Muslim young men, young Air, uh, Islamic men that were there because a lot of these videos, there's like hundreds of videos of like Islamic people, Muslims, like protesting and doing all this stuff. There's very few Jewish ones and they all turn violent. A lot of them turn violent. A lot of the videos I've seen have turned violent. There's, I don't see any Jewish ones that like turn violent, which is like just one thing to be said as Classic far as like social media George, being shown. George Floyd protest vibes. Yeah, like a lot of violence for them. Mm-hmm. But as far as Dagestan, hundreds, and again, it's not all these Muslims. It's, but there are a lot of young men who are getting very like, there's people like interviewing, there's like Jewish people with the Yamakas and whatever. They're like interviewing people. And then there's like young Islamic men coming over and like just pushing them away and fucking getting super violent, whatever, like. That part is like very shitty. Is like, what the fuck are you doing? But there's not like women is and children worse, like worse getting like war? protesting a bunch. It's the worst thing that's ever happened <laughs> <laughs> to me. Why did? You Anyways, there was like a mob that like go, went through this airport where this uh, plane touched down, and they were like causing scenes, doing all these things, and then they got to like the plane, and they're like, "Have you seen World War Z?" Mm-mm. There's like a bunch of zombies. Like the whole idea of the zombies is they like climb on top of each other and like do all these things, and it looked like. They like look like zombies, like climbing up on top of like they're trying to get into the thing, which would uh, probably gonna hurt people. But they're like trying to like climbing up on the wing, doing all this shit, being hooligans, all this hooliganism. So that's the video uh, that came out like tarmac. two hours ago. Yeah, it's on the tarmac. Yeah. And they went through the airport, yelling whatever in Arabic. But yeah, the plane just didn't take off. <laughs> <laughs> we already landed. It came from delays. it came oh, from okay. Israel and it landed wow, into Dagestan. Either super cold or super hot. I'm not really sure how that works. It was dark out. Well, I mean, <laughs> the wings were probably cold because it's probably. Up, you know like yeah. freeze your skin type of cold, and then the engine's probably pretty darn hot. Weird, because there was a there's like a picture of like a guy putting his head in it. It it stopped. It's like complete stopped. But yeah, I mean that silly. that seems it like a silly. silly. But yeah, That's the dude. most recent one. Passionate protests, huh? There are some passionate protests. Yeah. Of uh, Let's be clear right here before we say anything. Mm-hmm. We're not like, you're not going to get from this podcast, you're not going to get a history lesson because I don't know it. Like, go listen to a historian. You're not going to get like a militaristic view because we're not from the, we're not like on the ground there. We're not, you're not going to get a political, like you'll maybe our opinions, but you're not getting like these like, super knowledgeable experienced like voices coming out here but with that said there is a place for us because i don't see many people our age talking about it that aren't at like the pro-palestinian like rallies in colleges like screaming at the top of their lungs mm-hmm. like just rub- rubbish so there is a place for us to talk but just to say first off that's not us and then two i'll say this i don't like war no i don't like great. death Everybody is like kind of said that there's like yeah. multiple lenses going through this right now, but yeah, the 
How are you feeling being Jewish? When was the last time you went to Israel? I went there in 2013 when gotcha. things were actually relatively stable. Um, I've been to Jerusalem. It's beautiful. It feels mm. like you're walking around in the Bible. It really does. It's it's honestly, and I'd assume it's the same way for like Mecca or any like really holy city. It's it's incredible. Mm. It really is. I would recommend going there. It's uh, like I can't say it enough. It's incredible. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's going to be some fights over that because of how incredible it is. Now, and you talked about now. First of all, to mirror what Sean said, I'm not his, a historian. I'm not an expert. Right. I do have an opinion. You have said you are a military expert when it comes to the IDF <laughs> and Hamas, but um, I don't think I've ever said <laughs> that on record. <laughs> no, here's here's the thing. Now, you said you were running for prime minister of Israel. What did mm. you mean by that? Um, shalom. Shalom. <laughs> shalom. Okay, shalom. Yeah. Shlomo is my Hebrew name. Uh, Shaloma. Shlomo. Shlomo. King Solomon. Yeah. He is your Shlomo. You could say that. And I don't know um, if this opinion is going to be taken as slow-mo or not. But yeah. um, I guess it's not really even an opinion. What happened? You, do you know the Just whole Just don't get fired story? from your job. <laughs> if I do, then I don't. Uh, what I'm about to say shouldn't be controversial. Because I really, I think there's blood on both sides. And I think mm-hmm. both sides are making a lot of mistakes. Yeah, I'm not taking either side. Obviously, I'm Jewish, which might inadvertently shift my lens one way Mm -hmm. but that's my opinion that's like my personal everyone's a person and also similarly i'm xenophobic and i hate you both (laughs) so that might also change my opinion that might 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 alter my let me flop my american passport out like a big cock yeah Yeah. Yeah. how about this you don't got the red white and blue (laughs) fuck you (laughs) um so there's a joke (laughs) Um, uh, so the holocaust whoa yeah get serious not at all my last name did it happen (laughs) (laughs) no obviously it fucking happened people who say the holocaust didn't happen are the people who should be getting fired from their jobs oh never mind Uh, oh whoa (laughs) (laughs) um here's the thing man the Holocaust happened. What did <laughs> Europe do? What was Europe's response to the displacement of Jews during the Holocaust? Uh, Britain gave them colonies in the Holy Land. In the Holy Land. And, and how was that achieved? It was achieved by displacing a lot of Islamic people. Or, I'm, or well, I guess even you would the say, formation of those you would colonies, say Palestinians, yeah. right? I want to be politically correct because I don't want it to get hung up on some bullshit. I'm describing the people who were displaced, which who mm. I believe are referred to as Palestinians. Okay. They practice Islam, right? You said you're the historian here. Uh, see, this is where I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be insensitive. Um, and if I am, I'm sorry. Oh. Um, look, that was wrong. That was a play by Europe as a whole that mm. fucked over the Palestinians mm-hmm. and simultaneously kind of fucked over the Jews in the long term because mm. now this shit is happening all the time. Because they could have gotten. You know, a piece of land in Ohio, but instead, or where they, <laughs> where they, you know, belonged in the first place. Like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm from Poland. My family is from Poland. We got displaced. We should go back to Poland. Instead, Europe's like, no, no, get out. Get and out. There was pretty a much. big distrust then of like all those oh, people who got there. Sure. It was just like our neighbors ratted us out or didn't do anything to this like tyranny. So we don't. I don't feel safe going back anymore. 
Some did, obviously, but others didn't. No, yeah, and and that's why you had some people. I think it's the diaspora is what it's called, the Jews who went to Israel. Mm -hmm. And then there's the people who stayed. My family was big boss moves, just went to the to the U.S. Big boss moves. Uh, first of all, like half of us probably died in the Holocaust. Oh. So not super big boss. But, I mean, I'm so grateful to be alive, even though in a weird way I owe my existence to the Holocaust. Isn't that strange? Totally uh -huh. off topic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's true. Yeah. Uh, um, so the history. All the, the displacement. History. There's displacement. So, boom. That was a mistake, not by the Jews. Or, like, the Jews benefited from this massive, unfair thing that Europe kind Israel. of sprawled upon the Middle Eastern region. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. Something happened to your mic. Make sure this is plugged in. Mic check. Oh, oh, there we go. Wow. It's even better. Welcome back to the podcast. Ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. Welcome back to the powwow pod. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm rambling. What I'm trying to say is that... You are, but you're not professional, so it's fine. I'm not a professional. Me, clearly, I'm a professional. Clearly. Me, I'll talk about it all day. Dude, I could talk about this shit all day. Oh, shit. <laughs> so we're on the same page. Ah, same shit. Um, Different day. The, the, the bottom line is that they're... This situation was sprawled on these people, both the Palestinians and the Israelis, from an outside power. So that needs to be considered, right? Hmm. The Jews, or the Israelis, did some pretty fucked up shit to get that land. Hmm. They, they massacred like a lot of people. I don't think that that's talked about enough. Hmm. And I think that's what all these pro-Palestine protests are about. It's like, yeah, Hamas is going in there right now and fucking doing some crazy shit. But this is the same type of stuff that you guys were doing to us, you know, 50, 60 years ago. Yeah. Um, would you say that that's, like, justified? Or is that a justifiable... And this is a real question. I'm not asking with the intent behind it. But, like, what do you feel about that mantra? I feel like there's tons of events in history that are like that. And the only winners of that were the people who conquered. And, like, eventually that voice died the altered like they're arguing that arguing voice started to die out die out die out down and there was nothing left hmm. so there as far as morality goes i it's too gray there's nothing like the like the current day the conflict like the dehumanization from both sides is not due to only one side's action it's both Absolutely. it takes two parties to be like to dehumanize to like be like you're less than human and because that's the only way i can do this to you mm-hmm mm-hmm so as far as like that, like there's, I, I can't take like a moral side from either of them because of, because then people will be like, well, you know, oh, then you can't like denounce like terrorism of what Hamas did. And then Palestine will be like, oh, but you can't like, dis they did the same thing and like all mm -hmm. this oppression and like, we're like in a prison and everything. But like you're, you both have like been killing each other for so long that it's like as an outsider morally, like I can't. And here's like, there's like, a, there's multiple lenses that are shown through like, like what's going on like the footage of it and right now the big one is the emotional lens it's like on fox cnn anywhere you go and get your news it's all about like 
look at these pictures of like yeah. a Palestinian mm-hmm. kid mm-hmm. without his parents, like, yeah. bl- and his face is bloody. Oh, here, listen to this father who's talking about his wa- his wife and kids being abducted by Hamas, and it's just trying to like go to your str- it's trying to pull your strings to be like come to this side like take this side take mm-hmm. that side take this mm-hmm. side to where it's like you can't watch it more than 20 minutes on the tv before you just turn it off to be like F- how am i how the fuck am i supposed to feel yeah. if i feel yeah, bad yeah. for everything and everyone there like it's just and there's a bunch of people online too i see on social media people that i follow like people that we know that they go like they take this general like ultra view of like uh like war is bad Death is bad. It needs to stop. It all know. needs to stop. To be like, that's you sound like a kid when yeah, you say that. Yeah. It's just like the big thing is just because you're trying to like, I don't know. It's just the like the reaction again. It's just like it's so emotional, and I can only watch for so long before I'm like, yeah, they like they like let me listen for five minutes over a kid wanting his dad back because he got kidnapped by Hamas. But then at the same time, you just you literally just have to flip the channel and then go to CNN, and then they'll show like a family underneath rubble, like mm-hmm. being bombed by Israel. So from the moral, this is like emotional lens, I like which is like the prevalent one right now. I I have no opinion on like the matter. It's just heartbreaking to see all of those pictures. Yeah. You could even say it's a wash in some like from a moral perspective that the fact that we're not there and you see the conflict. Not thing. really, because then if it was like a wash, I would just feel like neutral. But now it's just like okay, it's, I, I just feel mean. like like as far as like emotionally charged, I just feel shitty after right, every okay. single time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like as far as like placing blame or something, wash, like I don't, like it's I, too I muddied not, for me. To sorry, like wash was not the right term because I want to, th- we got to be very careful <laughs> what we're saying. It's a wash in terms of like, yeah, they're, they're both experiencing terrible things. Like it's not like one side's experiencing more terrible shit than the other. If anything, you could make the argument that the Palestinian side is experiencing more terrible shit than the Israeli side. And this is where you get in, you talk about, like, morality and shit. Take morality out of the equation and just look at what's going on. Well, then you get to, like, the strategic and the tactical lens, which are, like, the other two that I've seen. Every great, like, if you read a book, watch a movie, whatever, every great military leader is, is always depicted as, like, devoid of that emotional component. Because that totally gets in the way of making a good decision. I think we're so used to, and it's easy that there's like a good and a bad side. Like World War II, the most famous conflict in the world. There was clearly, I mean, the yeah. ju- like they had like skulls on their uniform. Like yeah. <laughs> those were clearly bad guys. They dressed in black and red. They were bad guys. Where here it's like people want it to be easy because they want it to be easy. Because again, they're in that emotional like lens and all that like, like, fuck, who do I feel bad? Like I feel bad for everybody. And they want to like, gain something and then you have ben shapiro talking about we oh you don't want us to defend ourselves you don't want to defend, and talking really fast like Peppa the pig or whatever and just you don't want to defend yourself and then all these like students protesting at like these colleges like girls with crop tops talking about how islam is the way and that like pro-palestinian yeah, is like yeah, you know yeah, you'd insane. you'd have like a towel over you put on your head look yeah. at iran look at iran like look at those people that are like that it's like what do you uh, it's just they're both like the arguing sides there's so much like shit that's, that's why you gotta get out of the emotional mind state i'm a you need to get out of the emotional mind state and look at it objectively on one side let's start first of all let's start let's zoom all the way out mm. which two nations are at war right now is it israel versus palestine or is it the u.s 
versus Iran. Who's actually fighting the wars on both sides? Hmm. This is like the strategy kind of lens of it, of like major, of is I don't, I mean, the U.S. is like helping fund Israel, and mm-hmm. Iran is helping fund, obviously, Hamas and Hez- Hezbollah, and um, also the other, like, strikes that are happening against the U.S. bases right now. They're not, like, directly tied to Iran, but it's Iran that's doing it. Um, there's a bunch of proxy conflicts going on, and that war, I don't think, is a... They, I think the I think Hamas attacked Israel, not because of its connections to the U.S. and the West, but because they're seen as invaders. They see them as like invaders to their home. So I don't think it's a U.S. versus like, I don't think like grandly, I don't think that's how it started to be like the U.S. is like manipulating Israel and Iran is manipulating Hamas. I think they're both feeding into the conflict. I think, I think the U.S. cares more about Israel's well-being than Iran thinks of Hamas's and the Palestinians' people well-being. Because if they really cared, they'd help them get out, which they don't. Which is another big topic that Dude. a lot of those countries are all like the the like Iran and Saudi Arabia, Sia and Sunni and Sunni, like there is even amongst themselves the only thing they hate more than each other are like foreigners, like and yeah. that's what's connecting mm. and like helping right now. But there's just so much violence. Like, if I'm not mistaken, and one I don't of the know big tip-offs of this war was that Saudi, the Saudis started doing direct flights to Israel. The Big reason, at least strategically from what I've heard from, like, military interviews from on Fox and CNN is that um, Netanyahu, like, his big agenda for, like, finding peace in the Middle East was insta- every other prime minister is trying to f- make peace with the Palestinians before the Arab world. His, like, vision was, I'm going to make peace with the Arab world and then make the Palestinians come to the table because we can't find peace between each other. Mm. So there's a couple countries, like, I think Qatar recognized them as, like, a sovereign nation, which is, like, big. And there's one other small one. The Palestinians? Israel. Israel. That's, like, the big thing. He was doing it with with Saudi Arabia and the prince, I forgot his name, whatever, the Saudi prince, that you'd see a picture, you'd know who it is. The sheik? Not the the sheik, but his son. The the son of of the sheik. Because the actual one is, like, apparently, like, on death's door. Um, But the prince... They had rounds of talks of like political talks and negotiation and then the prince was interviewed and said the Saudi Arabia is the closest it's ever been to recognizing Israel as like its own state and then Netanyahu is like good and then another interview was like good I hope this continues Mm -hmm. and in order for Iran to make sure that the that all these other Arab nations didn't recognize and get closer ties to Israel was to start this help fund this attack and start this to where they knew Israel would they wouldn't look for justice. They'd look for revenge and they'd go and just what they're doing now, which is just bombing, like not indiscriminately, but they're, there's fucking there's some bombing. bombing there's a on. lot of bombing going on. There's a lot of people dying yes. of, is, of Arabs dying in order to halt and make it impossible for them to find peace with everyone else. Cause now yeah. Jordan is like farther away than they've ever been to them. Lebanon has always been like once the death of, uh, Israel, Saudi Arabia has been a bit political and just kept quiet and hasn't mentioned or talked about it at all since because yeah. they don't know how it'll go. Yeah. But that's how I've heard that what like the overarching view is Iran doesn't want the Arab nations to get close to Israel, get closer ties, and because of that helped fund it and spark this terrorist attack. There was a terrorist attack, yeah. There was a terrorist attack. Who <coughs> perpetrated this terrorist attack? Huh? Hamas? Hamas. The terrorist organization? Yeah, they 
paid yeah. for they probably had like a they the way those places work they like have mercenaries like all over the world so there's like some that probably come from lebanon from iran from iraq from all over and they come and they all like get together and the funding through iran and then off they go on their little gliders right so here's the thing the, the reason i asked the u.s and iran question is because you have big joey b yeah big joey b our guy <laughs> long time friend of the pod long time friend of the pod he's just walking around he's you know taking pictures of himself and this, this is a terrorist attack full stop <laughs> we need to stop this violence is bad violence on my instagram i'm gonna post a black screen with white text saying war is bad he yeah. didn't do that but he didn't do something it. Like I, that. <laughs> I don't even think he knows that the passcode to his phone if it has a passcode. i don't know if he knows the date but anyways yeah our, our boy sleepy our boy sleepy who we love what what was it like six billion dollars he gave for some hostages or some shit like that. This is there was, I don't know the exact details. There was a there were six million dollars of funds that were seized and yeah, seized. Did they end up going um, to the UN? No. Who got this funding? It like they froze it. They froze it in accounts because it's oil money. It's from like companies and from or governments, I think the US maybe, that they made deals with Iran to, for like their oil in six billion dollars. Then Iran did some shit hey fucking don't do that it was this was years ago and so they froze six billion dollars to be like they like this transaction like didn't this transaction didn't go through like, like six billion almost maybe kind of except it's like instead of sanctions are like to stop future this is like stopping the deal instantly to be like you're not getting it's on its way it's an escrow it's like coming and then we just froze it to be like no you're not getting this money because of whatever you did i forgot what they did and on, and recently he unfroze it and gave it to them. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, here we go. Technically, like, and here's the thing that's like fucked. Did the dollars? Did that money go to funding the attack? No, I, it was too close. But money, as as far as like fiat currency, which the USD is, and whatever the fuck they were trading in was a fiat currency, which is like an IOU for mm -hmm. value. Mm -hmm. Those are fungible, and those can be valued. Those can be like bargained against. So the Iran government can say they didn't take the dollar bill from that transaction and then give it to Hamas, but they can fund Hamas and then while they're funding it being like, oh, no, 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 we can like give us this as like kind of like a loan because the six billion dollars is frozen and it will come to us eventually. And you're like bargaining against an asset that's like on its way. We might I might be fucking completely wrong. That's what I've like seen or like been described to as like what it is. No, like, that sounds TV. about right. What because well, what I've heard I've heard a much more direct relationship with the money huh. um, than that. And I that honestly sounds more right. Obviously I'm not an expert. All I know is that there was some money and it got it turned into, into the pussies, hands. dude. I'm an expert. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what happened is that some uh, Iran came across some money. Now, what's funny is that one of my best friends that I've visited in New York, mm -hmm. his parents are actually from Iran, and he's Iranian. And my other friend is Jewish and just had spent a lot of time in Israel. So we have two polar opposite sides. Mm -hmm. And this is what's great, by the way. Well, like, how does, do you know what his well, like, yeah, family I'm gonna, thinks? I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. What's great is that we all sat at a table and had a conversation about it. And it was like a civil conversation. In which we were able to find common ground. Are they in Iran right now or no? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I there's there's someone in our neighborhood. I want to say, but there's someone in our neighborhood who's Iranian, 
and they're like the nicest people ever. They're not they yeah. the people who leave that f- country are completely like fine. This is like all these like I mean, that's the not immigrants to say that like leave are still there are bad. No. But I'm just saying that like the vision that we have of it or this like perspective this like perceived like of what life is like there and what everyone is like there, it's not like that. And the people who propaganda. leave the people who oh propaganda. Prop- oh, yeah, propaganda. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought you said something then. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're like com- they're the coolest people. Yeah, they're great people. And like again It's just the government. <laughs> dude. We sat at this, so you're asking like what my friend who's from around thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's pretty easily easy to discern what the Israelis think. They mm-hmm. just want their fucking land. Iranians, sure. and he's actually pretty smart. I'm, I'm not saying that he speaks for everyone who's from Iran. Mm. But what he was but saying... But he's kind of the prime... Anyways, yeah, go with that. He knew what he was talking about, that's for sure. <laughs> what he was saying is that, like, we had this... Europe set up this initial agreement, right, for, like, the way the land was going to be split up. And every year, or every year, every however long it takes... Israel goes on like a little conquest and gets a little bit more land and a little bit more. And those settlements, more. yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, like, you're all on, like, the Gaza Strip. And it's like, we're literally fighting for our fucking lives. The water is controlled by Israel. The yeah. electricity yeah, is controlled that, yeah. by Israel. The Israel, if they wanted to, could cut off everything to Gaza like that. And Gaza would... They did. They would all yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah, they fucking did. And so... It's it's not as simple of a conflict of like oh the, this guy's bad and this guy's it's not it, yeah it's not it's not it's it's a geopolitical <laughs> fucking fuck fest insane <laughs> yeah it's an insane and like we were talking about earlier it's muddled up with like yeah the U S is Loki fighting a proxy war through Israel and Iran is Loki fighting a proxy war kind through of. through Gaza and this is where you need to talk about. The, the objective facts of the situation, mm. right? Anyone who supports Hamas is not right, my friend. Mm. This, is a, this is an incorrect thing to support. If you want to support the Palestinian people, I'm with you. I'm right there. I think we should support, we should support civilians in any capacity. Mm. Hamas is a terrorist organization. That's like period, facts. We know this. Also, the governing body of... The Gaza Strip. The democratically elected governing yeah. body. Yeah. Democratically elected. Yeah. Um, the money that the UN gives to Gaza, the money that Israel, because Israel gives money to Gaza, yeah. is like, oh, we need to look good. We'll give them some money. Hamas fucking takes this money and th- they don't put it into infrastructure. They don't fucking put it into to making the lives of the Palestinians who live there better. They fucking... Do whatever Hamas does with shit. And typically that's manufacturing <laughs> weapons. Manufacturing weapons. Buying North Korean demise. munitions. And look, <laughs> that's like no one has has been more detrimental to the existence of the Palestinians in the Gaza Strip than Hamas, in my opinion. Mm. Hamas is terrible. And if that's going to get me fired from my fucking job, Please no, <laughs> no. Please no. Here's the thing: Israel's made a lot of mistakes, and they have not done a great job with, in my opinion, with dealing with this situation. <laughs> but we need to look at it objectively and realize that Hamas, there's no peace in that region with Hamas as a governing body. Period. How do you feel about that? I feel about. I feel that. It's more of like how to get rid of them. I think like a, like you like look through like a tactical lens of it. The 
bombings that they are doing, just like block after block, isn't working because there's, what, 500 kilometers of tunnels underneath it? It's the largest tunnel system in you the mean world. The, is the bombing that Israel is doing too? Yeah. yeah. It's not, I don't think it would work at all. It's destroying the Strip, but it's not destroying Hamas because there's those tunnels, th that bombing, those bombs are proven. They're, it's not getting down into the tunnel system, which means that you're just like, Destroying the sit like the area, not you're, you're, not, you're not destroying the Hamas. Little bit of infrastructure they have, and these are the these well, even are then, the um, like the usable infrastructure that Hamas uses aren't the roads; it's the tunnels. And so you're not like I'm talking about the not Hamas, the Palestinian people. I separate them fundamentally. Yeah, because Palestinians aren't terrorists; they're good people like you and me. Well, here's like, another they could thing. sit here and have this conversation with us, and I think that it would work. And I would love to have dinner at my house with them. And I'd like genuinely, like, I wish I could help them. But the fact is, is that Hamas stands in the way every single time. The Another issue is that, not that they deserve to be bombed, but it's harder to go after Hamas when mm. a large part portion of the civilians are in support of Hamas. You say de democratically elected, whatever. They still, like... When we went into like Iraq, there was like a huge, I think almost a majority of uh, of civilians, of like the tribes and everything there, were in support of the U.S. coming and getting rid of the current government. So there was like, the civilian casualties hurt that much more, like from like a moral standpoint. And then it was also, but it was easier in a way, kind of, to, to get the government out, to get it out quickly. Whereas Hamas, which is like, enter in the Gaza Strip, there's so many people tightly bound together and... I would say, I don't know, like percentages wise, but I would assume at least 50% are in support of Hamas mm -hmm. in some capacity. Not that they're like having guns or anything or whatever, but it's like, okay, they're, they're the ones who like make the rules here, mm -hmm. which makes it infinitely more dangerous to do anything other than bomb from like a military standpoint to like move yeah. troops in, yeah, 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 yeah. which is like uh, also shitty, but it's at the same time, it's like, you, well, also you, you can't just, in, get you bombed. can't just, yeah, yeah, yeah but you just can't bomb just like fucking what they're doing. It's like, dude, yeah, well, it just, everything just gets emotional and then you all get fucked and then it's like, well, I don't know how to feel because everything sucks. And then these are the videos you see on CNN of people <coughs> in the rubble. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not, again, the reason they I should, stress. They I should think stop the bombing and they should instantly try to continue to get, like I mean, win the information war. Like, you should always pursue know. a diplomatic resolution, which is, uh, and obviously here's the thing, it's past that. Everyone knows it's past that. It's a terrible situation for both sides. I do have something to share with you, though, from when I was in Israel that might help contextualize everything. The scoop. When I went to the Dead Sea, the place with high salt content, <coughs> float, whatever, I'm a little kid, right? I'm like uh, 13. Here we lie. No, not super little, but I was You're 13. Like a kid. Like, you know, I was about yay tall. Like, <laughs> but um, there was a buoy, like 50 meters out, like, like you could see the buoy. Mm -hmm. It was just close enough. It was conceivable to swim to the buoy. And they told us, they said, hey, that land over there is Jordan across the sea. Don't if do that. If you swim, swim past there. that buoy, mm -hmm. they will shoot you. Like, guaranteed, they will shoot you. It's not a question. And they were so serious. And it's so weird because as an American, like, you never hear shit like that because we don't live in a part of the world where that's, like, a reality. So, A, huge culture shock. B... If you've never been to Israel, the IDF, like the people who are active military duty, you'll you'll see them in their civilian clothes 
And the way you know that they're in the IDF is because they're walking around with a fucking AR-15. Mm-hmm. And it's like insane how militarized the region is. And I'm sure that on the Gaza side, it's probably similar, albeit maybe not as high tech because there's less money there, which is a whole nother story. The fact is, when you live in an environment where where you know that if you cross a certain line, you're going to get sniped, it develops hatred towards <coughs> the other side. Like, especially if you live there your whole life. I'll tell you this. And it goes for both sides. You start distrusting your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> you can you say start, that. You start going by, oi, they, when you, th- when you think of your neighbor. <laughs> yeah, well, well, and they're all neighbors over there. They're so close together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like when you'd get in a fight with your siblings when you are a kid. Mm-hmm. And then your parents are like, fucking go to opposite sides of the house because you just can't, <laughs> you can't be next to each other right then. And unfortunately, that's not possible in that region. Yeah. So you're always next to the people you hate. The 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 it brews, and I think what's necessary if we're, if this conflict is really going to stop, there needs to be like a sort of. There needs to be more protests cultural. at the colleges. <laughs> there needs to be more. Let everyone hear your voice. Keep <gasps> protesting. Just all these protests. We just need more of them. Have you yeah. seen what in uh, DeSantis in Florida banned like pro-Palestinian protests in Well, that sounds college? like the most un-American thing I've ever heard it's in my life. It's very stupid. I don't yeah, agree with that at all. Yeah, it's super un-American. Like, dude, really can we just be like crystal clear? Oh, what do you want to do? Don't be a bit. Don't take two steps back now. I'm going to take, no, take five steps forward if you do. Let me, let me be 100% clear. <laughs> I hate everybody. I am Jewish. Okay. Obviously, I've been to Israel as a Jew, and like that, one hundred percent contributes to the way I think about this situation. Point blank, mm-hmm. you're American. Mm. That one hundred, and you have some military background. Mm. That one hundred percent contributes to the way that you think about this situation. Mm. For a fact, neither of us are Palestinian. That being said, I have respect for the Palestinian people. And I think that it's you're, so clear. You're much more, you're, as far as like what I've seen online, you're a much more moderate uh, <laughs> Jew. Yeah, <laughs> dude, there's so many Jews who are like, no, fuck them, like, we'll bomb them into the ground. And there's like, a, they and for every episode of that is like, there's another video or clip of like, in, of, like a mu- uh, of like a Muslim like dude kids do they not something. realize this is what's propagating the conflict we need to sit down at a table the reason why I was so happy to sit at a table with my Iranian friend and my friend who just spent a lot of time in Israel who's more Jewish than I is because like dude we we're sitting at a table and talking about it hmm. like imagine if we were able to have see that sort of diplomacy in the world yeah and like this is a overarching theme and we see it happening in the US all the time hmm. That's why podcasts are getting so popular because you can't go on CNN and say any of this shit. Nah, you can just no, be you like can't. The, vo- the images you are seeing now are live from uh, Tel Aviv, from Ashkena, of whatever the fuck that city's called. And yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. But, yeah, man. From a U.S. perspective, you want to know what. How about the? I'll preface oh, this. Dude, what the? Di- you want it, what the deep? What the deep state is thinking? Yeah, what's the deep state thinking? The deep state is thinking like this from the U.S. perspective. If our if we're trying to make a world better for our children, a wor- a world in which there is an Israeli dominated Middle East, that's the future for our children. That's what the deep state is thinking right now. Of where I'd they'd rather not me. They'd rather have 
an Israeli dominated Middle East to like dominate over all have be at like a tech hub, like a science, like a huge hub to where it's an ally of ours. It's dependent kind of on us. And then it dominates over all of like local competition. That's what they're thinking uh, to where they will fund Israel as much as they can mm-hmm. right now. And it, it's, it's a bit oopsie whoopsie because they're already doing, that's the exact same thing they're thinking in Ukraine. And it's going to be the exact same way of thinking in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they can fund, if we, the people, can deal with $100 billion being oh. printed every month De- to go Jerome to different Powell wars. Jerome Powell can deal with it. He huh? can deal with it. Who? Jerome Powell. Who's that? You don't know who that is? No. Nope. The most powerful man in the world. Is he? The head, the chair of the Fed. Oh, thank God for him. The most, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to be all is right. Is that the one that said we Nancy have an Pelosi infinite number of money? be all right, too. Um, well, yeah, because no. their money, here's the thing, their money, all of their money is based off of assets, not dollars. Most of like America, their wealth is based off of dollars, like the money that they get per paycheck. Yeah. That's where most of their net worth is from, not assets. They don't no. own business. They don't own businesses. They don't own stocks. They don't own a property. They don't own anything. They barely own the fucking clothes on them. And that's why they're they fucking, away. that's why they're getting hurt. They're going to fly away, dude. They're going to fly, fly away because the, the dollar thing. value is going down, but these assets would just follow it. And the Bitcoin value is going up. <laughs> it's just because the USD is going down. You still got Bitcoin? Huh? I have zero Bitcoin, dude. I have no job. What the heck? I have an internship. Why aren't you? My Bitcoin is going to be bought immediately when I get my first paycheck. <laughs> immediately. Hey, man. And it will be on a monthly retainer. Do you, you have any Bitcoin? You better put that in your Roth. <laughs> my, my IRA? Yeah. Oh. Well, we'll see what happens. My Roth IRA is doing all right. Really? Yeah. Well... Just must be check, nice check, when check, you have check, an check, actual check. job. I have enough for, we're saving up for another house, and I've got enough for the down payment, but I don't know what to do. We still, like, the timeline's, like, two, three years out, and I already have, like, let's just say, like, a $100. I already have, like, $100 ready to spend on it, but I don't, like... Well, that's, that's nothing for a house. I know. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying X amount of dollars. I have like a hundred dollars to be like, I don't know what to do with it in the meantime. Cause if I just let it sit, it's just depreciating where I could put it into like a CD, which is like, they'll give you like, you pretty much put your money in there. So you put the hundred dollars into the CD account. And then I forgot what CD is called. Something dividend. I don't know. Commercial. But maybe. I don't know. But it's like, it's kind of like a bond where it's like you put it in and then you lock it in for a certain time. So like, 15 months which means you can't touch the money for 15 months and then after 15 months you get a guaranteed you know you do this like before you put the money in you get five percent so that hundred becomes 105 when you so take it, it offsets out. the cost of inflation by like three <coughs> percent realistically a little bit it's like super safe they like they do super safe investments probably where they get their money back and you get a little bit returned back but yeah it's like a guaranteed five percent or depending on what percentage and how long you like keep it in the amount that you put in but i might put it in that i might put half so like Fifty dollars in there, and then fifty into like just the stock market. But well, yeah, I, I was gonna say if you have like a lot of money, <laughs> like SP five hundred. Like yeah, that's what I was gonna. If you have a lot of money, put it in S and P, depending on how long you kind of keep it for. Yeah. Or I mean, if you really or were like just ETFs for the uh, yes. uh, S and P that does like, I know Vanguard and Charles Schwab has stuff for it. Vanguard. Dude, Vanguard, State Street, BlackRock. Dude. You don't like them? No, <laughs> not a big fan. I'm a big fan <laughs> of uh, the the board game Monopoly. Ah uh, shit. Yeah. You gotta make money to make money. Dude, you fucking if you own Borth, what, what you own Boardwalk <coughs> and the other one, Hollywood or some shit. Hey, hey, hey. you make it up fast. Someone's gotta lose. Buy That's one thing I've noticed. Someone's gotta lose. Someone's yeah, gotta rent. Losers. 
And sometimes <laughs> that loser is uh, like the U.S. because we can't fucking fund three wars at once against three big powers. I wonder what the cost would be to like just build homes for all the homeless people in the United States. It can't be more than a hundred billion. This is a great Sean. I have a I have a take. I have a Uh-oh. take on this. We should have move you ever, the Palestinians have you ever been to LA? Oh, huh? Have you ever been to LA? I have. You know how much fucking space is in LA? Like how spread oh, out right. it is as a city? Yeah. Dude, tell me why they're not building more housing developments. Tell because me why. It's, because it's easier to perpetuate that so they keep votes. It's a voting issue. Okay. And so if they keep saying like so long as that problem, it's like with the border, so long as the pro- problem persists, instead of, like, it's more beneficial and more profitable for you yes. to keep that problem persisting and you benefiting from it rather than you fixing the problem and everyone benefiting other than you. Because then that, you don't get a benefit for all those years of, like, Dude. being in office, of, like, getting those funds for the homeless when it's, like, you could have, I think with, the <clears throat> with L.A., with, like, their funding that they they had, like, $300 million for, like, all the homeless that they spent, like, within a physical year, they could have afforded rent, which was, like, put at, like, $2,000 per person. They could have put every homeless person in, an, like, in a, like, for, like, in a renting, like, unit for a year, for the year, instead of what they did with, like, the spending, which was, like... Yeah, and what, what they do? They bullshit. fucking gave well, they, needle exchanges to people. They fucking yeah, they gave like, people well, showers, they, gym memberships for a day. I'm assuming half of that is, like, admi- admin fees, so people who are, like... Yeah, doing all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it's like my uncle and my cousins fucking are all in those jobs now. It's like fucking no, anyways, unbelievable, bro. Yeah. I I think so. A, you're a hundred percent right. B, <laughs> who makes the Always. fucking decisions? Property owning people. You could even say property owning white males, which is what whoa, we whoa, worked whoa, so whoa, hard. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, don't whoa, whoa, whoa me. Those guys are friends of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the camera? Property owning white males, which is what we've worked so hard in this country. I have you know, the person who sits on that chair usually is the exact person you're describing right now, dude. No, he's not. Oh, shit. I'm talking about how it used to say in our fucking constitution that you had to be a property owning white person to fucking do anything. To have any rights? Do you have to go pee? I do think, no. I I do, (laughs) like, we just got our property taxes, like, because you pay by year, like, for the year. We just got ours in the mail. (laughs) <laughs> it made me think i don't think i don't know if this is shitty or not but it made me think why do why do people who don't own property allowed to vote on property tax issues <laughs> it's so bullshit well this is the whole thing this is what i was just about saying, property so taxes specifically slippery like slippery slope my friend i mean it affects like the property tax affects like renters maybe like but nah. not as much as owners property tax owners Dude, the How thing do they is, get is that these fucking property silly. owners are the same people whoa, who whoa. fucking vote. You're talking yeah, about yeah, <laughs> you. The same people who fucking vote that to to have the zoning so that you can't fucking make a housing development, and 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 so you can use it as a voting issue. I don't want condos fucking having house. Dude, do you know what the most profitable fucking renting spaces are? Obviously those, but I don't want those. The most profitable, like they're also far. the riskiest. They're the most profitable. And the riskiest. You gotta spend money to make money, my friend. Yeah, but it's they're profitable as hell. I tell you what, our next property, I don't want it to be a condo. These people aren't living in condos; they're living in projects. Yeah, are you talking about build talking some about? projects? I think in we're LA. mixing things up. You're talking about L.A. and I'm talking about just building I'm a barony. I'm talking about you. Fuck I'm talking, you. I'm talking <laughs> about a barony, dude. Oh shit. No, build some property in L.A. Build some places where people can live. There's $300 million. Put me in charge. 
Give me a million dollar salary. A year. Give me a million. Yeah, yeah. And two ninety nine. I'll take the one hundred and fifty million in admin fees and still fucking do better than. It's oh, shit, dude. unbelievable, dude. Well, but yeah, yeah, they're just the, not trying to solve the problem. Same the thing homeli- with like the homelessness border. crisis is one hundred percent. What do you think is bigger, the homelessness crisis? What is the homelessness? You said one hundred percent what? It's one hundred percent caused, at least in somewhere like L.A., mm-hmm. by people the zoning. Mm. Be, you should be able to fucking build a house so these people aren't on the street, mm. but you can't. And why can't you? Because the people who fucking make the zoning own property, and as soon as you build more property, their property depreciates in value. Well, to be fair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. This homelessness problem, especially in L.A., is caused by that type of shit. Reprehensible. What were you about to say, though? Do you think homelessness or the border? Which one's like the bigger issue? Oh, do they not go hand in hand? No, they no. I don't think so. Here's what I think: you gotta clean up your own house before fucking thinking about other. So you gotta houses. go ahead and close that door to you clean gotta, up your house. You gotta <laughs> fucking close that door to clean the, up your house. There's like this big push now to put the military on the border, mm-hmm. and people are getting like upset about it, like militarizing the border. Mm-hmm. Well, they voted for Joe Biden, so. I, I am. Did too. I, did too, I at first I thought it was radical. I was like, "That's stupid. Why would you do like military? Like you're gonna put like Humvees, Abram tanks, like Blackhawks, like on the border." I've come around to it. I 100% think we should put troops on the border because of all these stories of like the border going on right now. Of I think within the last year, like 900,000 people were caught, which means like that's just people who caught. I don't yeah. even know the percentage. I'm assuming like maybe 50% are like get caught and the other 50 don't. But those number of people are being used by cartels. All of them are getting across through cartels. The cartel has so much fucking power, like especially on that border to like get people off. Our uh, RFK Jr. went to there one time and to the border and went to like the holding facilities and he was talking to this uh, guy and he meant and he looked over and he like they looked over at a hill across the border and looked at a tree and he said, how do I, you're not supposed to say this word on YouTube, the grape tree of where the cartels before they would take you to get you across, they'd kind of, they'd pat you, no, 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 they would, (laughs) (laughs) is it really bad? (laughs) No, I said, that's like, that's what the tree is, the grape tree, the, and they would like do one last pat you down to like take everything, any valuables you had. And they would also abuse women and Mm. children. And this guy who he's talking about and pointed towards the tree said that, a couple like a month before or they like right before then that right before they went over the border they took his like 14 year old daughter never heard from again and his like eyes were like devoid of like his soul because they just take everything they're taking there's so every single person who gets across that border has been abused in some way they've either been like extorted or they've know someone who's been kidnapped and taken or like actually physically abused from the border that needs to for a better life if you put the military on the border, secure the border, the cartels won't be able to get across as easy as it is, which means that those people don't get abused like that. Hopefully, maybe. There's a bun- There's like a thousand different ways that like it could go, but that doesn't happen because then it mm-hmm. won't be as easy to get over to the border to where these people can't be abused like that. Dude. It's a humanitarian issue right now of like everything that's fucking happening to these people to get... And th- these are like... Most of them are good people. There's actually Hamas is actually known to be going up through that border as well. Like terrorist organizations are going up, which is is a bit shitty. It's a national security issue, Sean, for sure. It is. It's a humanitarian crisis of like all the shit that's happening. It needs to. They need 
in order to stop it, they should need to fucking do that. And then also, obviously, there needs to be, like, more reform for, like, the, of, like, how to get citizenship, of how to, like, immigrate over to here. Because a majority of those people are dreamers and are the exact type of people that, we, and, like, hard workers are people that we want to live in this country. It's just we don't have the facilities for that right now, big man. I was going <laughs> to say big man. You passed it. <laughs> don't have the facilities. That meme is good. We do not have the facilities. Um, we should be, like, the... If you serve ten years in the military, you you and a family and your family of up to three get like citizen whatever the number I mean, is yeah, citizenship. Ten years is crazy, know. but then like, like you need to open up ways for them to get it through like service, especially like tr- to fill gaps that we have, which is in like military and government jobs. There's like I don't know, man. There's I feel like if people who are getting paid seven figures, six figures to like come up to be on these boards to have these ideas to kind of find solutions, mm, my friend, I just bullshit. It's like I've. Yeah. I just thought of that. It was like, you can't think of anything to like I've help solve, in, to help these people. I've worked in politics. Do you know how politics meetings goes? Yeah, they go shake a couple hands. They do a little handy underneath the table. And you go, ah. Uh. You usually also have a drink in your hand, too. It's ah, usually at a yes. gala. Cheers. Cheers, At a gala. Friend. At a gala, yeah. At a gala whala. Venezuela. No, I mean, like, seriously. Um, you go to the meeting. You talk about some ideas. No one agrees. And then you go... Okay, well, this is good. We made progress. Uh, the next time we meet, we'll make a decision. And then you just keep doing that. Happy hour. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's one of the reasons why I realized that I didn't want to work in the government. Mm. Or at least in that capacity. Yeah. It's pretty sad. But what you were talking about the border. Isn't it so funny how Trump runs on the border, gets crucified for it but also yeah. gets elected mm-hmm. and then biden um says like oh that was so terrible kids should be in cages and then opens the border where are the those kids, kids now they're in hotels <laughs> oh, they got bit better. kidnapped they yeah they they're were essentially like, in limbo like forever. forty thousand of them got or was it 40 percent? a huge portion of those kids they just like let go like right when he won the presidency is like the stunt to be like they're, they won't be in cages anymore. They let go. They did no accountability for mm-hmm. them, like the, the well-being of them finding their families or finding a place to be. And a majority of them got taken by, like, traffickers. Yeah. Kidnapped. It's, and it was like, it's insane. How? It, dude, there's a special place in hell for all of these politicians. Oh. There is. There is. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. There's a special place for every single one of them, dude. Well, but first they need to show up to a meeting and go like, oh, well, we'll, we'll see what happens next meeting. Like, what's his name? Robert McCarthy? No. Who's the Senate leader for the Republicans? Uh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Who, who the fuck is Robert McCarthy? I think he's like a general in the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Special place in hell for him. He was in a video recently talking about how they were asking, it was like, what do you think this is doing to the the, the conflicts in Ukraine? is like affecting the country right now. And he said, well, in the way he talks, he's like, well, it's well. building our industrial base here at home. And we're also, we're also weakening our, our enemy, our greatest enemy quite a bit. So I don't think there's very much wrong with that. That's like almost verbatim of what he said. He increasing the, like growing the power of the military industrial complex, grow our industry, our domestic industries. And then, wants the death of russians he's yeah. like advocating for the death of russians by weakening our like that's yeah. the only way that the like word it's like it's he just fucking, he's the leader of the republican senate yeah. Yeah, like yeah. i'll tell you what i think he's got a good bj from putin waiting for him someday i think it's a little sexual tension he's trying to create maybe 
Maybe. Yeah. I've got some sexual tension with him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I really don't know how it see, the thing is like it's it's isn't it crazy how both sides are just so wrong about like so many specifically the Ukraine war? Mm-hmm. And you could even say the same thing about the Israel situation. Well, I like think it all comes again, back. yeah, yeah. What is it? It, it all comes back. The U.S. fucking creates some problems, and then we do not solve them, and then yeah. boom, ten years later, war. Not our problem. Like, dude. Okay, one thing. Joe Biden gets ripped on a lot, right? He gets as he should. <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, as he should. The thing is, or you say as he should. It's kind of ironic, because um, I'm about to defend him. Uh oh. In a He's weird 90 way. He's ninety years old. He doesn't know what he's doing. He does not. My people. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan. The thing is, he inherited some problems that were going to happen. And it's not necessarily his fault that these problems happened during his presidency. Because whoever fucking took chair this time was going to have some problems. And I do think that his temperament and his ability to be presidential 100% contributed to the precipitation of these problems. But you have Ukraine. You have Israel. You have the whole Taiwan situation. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. He inherited some problems. And this is because of poor planning and poor, honestly, cultural revolutions or whatever you want to say in the United States. I don't think Israel was his fault. I don't think the conflict or this like growing tension between Taiwan is his fault because whoever inherits, like not inherits, whoever becomes like the president has to be pro-Israeli and has to be pro-Taiwanese. The Ukraine war, I think, was his fault. Not just his fault. That's like the most Not just his fault. his fault, but definitely his administration. Because I think if Trump won and was like elected more, I have no idea. But I don't think that Putin would, because they were more amicable with each other. I don't think he would have invaded. I don't think the conflict would have gone down okay. the same. Not because he's like the big bad man. He'll, I'll press the fucking nuke buttons or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he sucked up to Putin a bit more. He was a bit more diplomatic towards him versus calling now calling him a war criminal, uh, the yeah. leader of one of the largest nations and most powerful nations in the world, a war criminal, and demanding yeah, that, that every interna- any international like governing body is like upholdent to arrest him the moment they see him. That just yeah. weakens your like your voice, your authority well, by to say something stupid like that. Like you talk about the approval rating of Hamas. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Putin have like an 80-something percent approval rating? He's very popular. Very popular. Well, because they're like anti-Western, like this whole like woke like revolution that's going on right now. They they see that in Western Europe, like it being infected and the U.S. is the hotbed. And they're like, we don't want that. But at the same time, there's quite a few people leaving the country of Russia, mostly to avoid the draft rather than like culture things. They're also allowed to leave, which they is are a sign. To, yes, that they, <laughs> are, they are also allowed to leave, kind of. But you're not allowed to leave the front lines if you've been called up. I've yeah. I saw a video, not videos, uh, Desertation. reports of them executing their uh, their people, their soldiers who disobey orders and run away, as yeah. they did in every war. The I Soviets mean, have done, but the U.S. just throws you in jail. But again, in the U.S., again, you have to think strategically. This is what the deep state thinks. Well. What kind of world? Do I want my children to live in? That's like just for me to like do better. More for them is like what a future in which the U.S. is stronger. Like their adva- our advantages s- remain as advantages. It's to weaken, like I start a proxy war and weaken. We lost 4,000 troops over like decades in the Middle East for decades in all these different countries. And we have bases everywhere now in them. It's been a year since the Ukraine war started. Russia's lost around fifty to 60,000 troops. 
in a year. It's a big war. Young men. It's a big war. Like that. If you oh, don't think that's going to affect your economy, oh yeah, yeah, it's going to like that hurts them. So in a, a sense, from like this kind of deep state mind of like the U.S. to be like, we are in a better position now against Russia because everyone's alienated against them. Like and we're, we're fucking good their there. economy. Yeah, but okay. although at the same time. They're connecting now. They're the closest they've ever been with China, which fucking is like the military threat that the U.S. faces is that alliance. Yeah. Same thing with Israel, like I said before. Like the U.S., a future for the U.S. in which an Israeli-dominated Middle East is better for the U.S. than a Middle East that has no Western uh, ally there, mm-hmm. based there. So like, again, from this deep state thinking, it's like, that's what yeah, they want. Yeah. Same thing for Taiwan. The, hold on. You need to be clear. Yeah. When you say better for the U.S., you're saying better for the deep state. They think better for... Better, better for better for the American people? Don't say they think. Like, actually, what is... What I is, think? Yes. What do I think? Well, you say the deep state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. But when you're talking, it gets convoluted. What's actually better for the American... What's better for you and me, Sean? Better for us? Yeah. Probably what they're doing. In the really? long run, okay. because okay, we're Americans, to see. because we're Americans, because I have a passport, we're going to suffer now monetarily for a future in which our children live in a safer, more in a world in which the U.S. is more dominant. Is that better for the U.S.? It's better for my children. Is that better for your U.S. children? <laughs> my American children. Yeah. yeah, I I'm not so sure because you you have this these things. There's I don't want. <laughs> Dude, you know how safe the world would be if like Russia, China, and the U.S. were like buddy buddy with each other. Oh, it'd be great, wouldn't it? It'd be and the safest place. The, the no entire reason. world would be there's safe. There's no reason why you can't be that way. Well, at least opinion. with Russia and the U.S., we are so close. Like between like ethnically, between Europe and also culturally, we're so close to each other. China, there's a big culture difference, but it's still like we can still sit at the same dinner table and have a conversation. The world would be so safe if we all got along together. But oh, we but we're all we all hate each other and that's why everything's so no, fucking it's, violent. It's human nature. But what are you going to do about but it? But because of the realities of that, it is safer for my American children for me to suffer monetarily now, which is like shitty to say it now because like well we're living through it all. Where eggs are more expensive now than ever. Whatever, everything's more well, expensive. Well, at least we can afford them. That's, at least we can bad. afford them. But like we'll suffer now for then in a future in which my pa- my kids grow up in a nation that is still the dominant nation of where Russia has their economy and population have collapsed and that our allies in have pretty much boxed in the eastern coast of China to where they can't do anything yeah. merit and like maritime like any co- sort of like action or anything like that. Are, are you a big Peter Zihan guy? You kind of I know like, him. You kind of sound like a Peter Zahan guy right now. I kind of like him. I kind of like Although him I don't too. like his... A lot of his takes are like fake, kind of. Like when he talks about our generations. Exaggerated. Yeah. No, fake I mean like he talked about like our population. Like our population. Peter Zion is like a global... What would you call him? Geopolitics kind of guy. He's a like, like policy, foreign policy guy. Yeah. As well. And He's written many books, been on many podcasts. He's a... Uh, he talked about the U.S. population that, like, oh, the millennials are great, like, the touchy-feely, like, skills and emotions, so they're really good managers. And the the Gen Z are really good, uh, are really tech-savvy. And so we'll have a tech, a tech sector that's, like, really boosted by the Gen Zers and then a management class dominated by millennials that do good jobs at that, and we're going to be fine. 
I have not seen that in the work wait, wait, in the stay, workforce. Stay focused, though, because you're talking. I, 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 I know, it. I know. I'm just, I'm saying, like, that's one of his takes that where I was like, that's very far from the truth. Oh yeah, yeah. Peter Zahan. He has many different he is takes. Not God, for no. sure. He has many different takes. Although I, I always find it interesting. I love, I, I said, love geopolitics. Oh, me too. I yeah. said, your take on Russia and China. Yeah. And the U.S. population was quite similar to what he thinks. Especially when you because again think he's thinking of like population. the policymakers of uh, of the country of like what are they doing behind it because they're not stupid like mm. they're making these decisions on purpose and they're like the war against Ukraine and Russia was always but like with one of those like bordering former Soviet states was always going to happen because of NATO's provocation and yes this is yes, and, but dude, they wanted it the but time. they wanted it the U, like these people at the top wanted it to happen because they wanted to weaken Russia further. The thing with Taiwan, they found a bone and like, it's like, we're never going to fucking give this up because if they like, if you literally look at the map of like China of where Japan, Korea, the Philippines, our ally, Australia, and then you see Taiwan is in the middle. There's like a gap between uh, Japan and Korea and then where the Philippines are. And that gap, Taiwan's like dead fucking center. It looks like you're building like battle lines to be like against the West Coast, the Eastern coast of China to where if we had allies, everywhere there they could not do it they would never be able to not never be able to it'd be very difficult for them to attack the west coast of the u.s yeah it's just something it's just hey, like we're gonna cause hey, conflict hey, we're on the west coast west we're west safe. west coast best coast hey we're safe but so well i mean not really because i'm <laughs> sure they, they're the size of their navy is giant but well the u.s navy is the most hung navy in the world it is the most hung <laughs> <laughs> hung is a good term isn't it <laughs> No, here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not worried about my personal security. What's your final take on him? <laughs> We're running out of time, aren't we? Mm. Kit Kat. No, <laughs> it looks like a rapper to <laughs> me. Ah, shit. You're right. Lil Wayne's a rapper. Let's um, let's 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 wrap this up with with uh, this whole conflict. Oh, can I actually read a quote? Sure. Okay. It'll just take me a second to pull it up. Okay, as we're talking. Oh, uh, no, we can actually cut this out. <laughs> no, I can keep going <laughs> with this one, dude. Okay. I just, it's, it's a, uh, this, the reason I like this quote so much is because it kind of sums up where we're at hmm. as a nation right now. Okay. Okay. You're going to love this too. Okay. Give me a Rita. <laughs> Give me one margarita. I'm going to open my legs. Give me two margaritas. I'm going to give you some head. Give me three margaritas. I'm going to put it in my puss. <laughs> give me four margaritas. I'm going to put it in my tush. Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, And that's what we think about the war. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>